Hi guys, welcome back to Good to Game Radio, and tonight we're going to be doing a special mini episode covering the conclusion of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So let's get right into it. Clint, how you doing? Why don't you give us a, why don't you give us a recap of what happened this week? All right, high level recap. Uh, we start out and. The uh, flag smashers are have in the previous episode. They started their attack on the GRC, trying to stop the vote uh, to basically they feel like unseat them from their homes and undo you know what has happened during the the click out of existence. So it starts with uh, kind of setting that up. It appears that they're they're there in New York City to take these people hostage. Uh, the GRC voters to do that. Uh, we see pretty quickly that Sam, the Falcon, is now Captain America, and his suit looks amazing. And tons of action, action-packed episode that we move through, and we see Winter Soldiers there uh, as part of the fight as well. And then uh, we also have the Power Broker, uh, who is Sharon Carter, uh, is there on site, essentially double, you know, betrays the Flag Smashers. And Carly the leader of the Flag Smashers, kind of goes a little bit off the deep end, ends up getting herself murdered, and then Sam kind of concludes the episode with an appeal to the GRC voters, like a very heartfelt uh, appeal to them in order to enact the change that Gabby was looking to to achieve basically the whole time. So, uh, Tony, what were your thoughts on, uh, on the episode? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, thanks, Clint. I I really, I really did enjoy the episode. Um, We kind of predicted at the end of episode five, you know, that uh, Sam was going to need a new suit, right? Hopefully that would have some upgrades in it. And and he did make an appearance uh, sporting those nifty new threads with the uh, Captain America shield. So he looked awesome carrying himself throughout the episode. You know, plenty, plenty of good action through, you know, three quarters of the episode. We saw the attempted hostage taking or murder. I don't know what their ultimate plan was. For the GRC, GRC uh, members, but uh, Bucky and Sam and the power broker were able to uh, to thwart their plans. So yeah, I I definitely uh, enjoyed it. I like the fact that they didn't they didn't shy away from the the messaging that they'd kind of been laying throughout the series about how difficult it is for Sam to put on that uniform. We'd seen what happened to Isaiah who'd basically been tortured and imprisoned by the government and how it was it would be difficult for for Sam to to ignore what yeah, happened. Yeah, step up. So, so step up as a first black Captain America, right? Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a, it's it's a, it's a very difficult topic and I'm sure, you know, there's going to be a segment of society that doesn't like it. I really appreciate that the show that did not uh, didn't shy away from it, you know? I mean, they he, yeah, he nope, they his... weren't pulling punches on it. Yeah, right. So um, I thought I thought it was very good. All right, dude. I, I there was so much that I liked and appreciated about this episode, and there was so much that I absolutely hated. Also, uh, I mentioned that you know we had talked about uh, this was supposed to be the first one, and then Wandavision ended up taking its place. And I looked at the the start. The Wandavision was January fifteenth. I don't know when the change was made that they swapped them. But my thoughts are January 6th, massive, you know, insurrection event in the United States. And then we, we watched in this finale, uh, a similar thing, people going in and, and 
trying to take hostages, whatever, to like stop a vote, you know, or stop a, you know progress. And I think that's probably why this was delayed. I mean, I'm not sure if the timing is lined up, but as soon as I watched this episode, and I was like, oh, that's why it was. That's why it was not put first. You know, they'd spent all this money on it to do that. But what bothered me was watching them go in there at the start, and they like. Everything's going bad. You know that things are going wrong. All the lights go out. You got this red lighting, emergency lighting, and everyone's just standing around looking at each other. No one's doing anything until someone comes in and drops a gas bomb. Uh, and then I'm watching this actor, this extra, like immediately the gas bomb goes off. It's nowhere near her face. and She's already fanning the gas away. I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not that dumb of an audience member that you need to show me that she is reacting to gas. So obviously I just watched him throw the gas, dude. <laughs> and then completely unbelievable the plan for these super you know vips is let's go down and let's throw them in some trucks to move them out of here let's put them out into the most you know into the city where we have no idea where the threat is what what area is the threat what the you know the capabilities of the threat um you don't think that there's a plan for them to like hunker down in this building it's like no no we need to get these people into the most vulnerable place as quickly as possible uh that was so it's like when i'm watching these things unfold i'm like completely unrealistic so that bothered me a lot man there were so many things at the start of this episode that i was like okay expectations (laughs) expectations yeah just let it go you know that this this show has been consistent in inconsistency inconsistency um it's been sprinkled with great dialogue the courage to take on some difficult topics but at the same time keeps asking its audience to believe in the most absurd situations (laughs) Um, yeah <laughs> yeah i agree with you like the the overall uh story arc of this episode as far as the action uh of the uh, the flag smashers and how that all played out in relationship to what you know what real life you know like really none of these officials have their own security with them like yeah like the, the only security available in the whole building that all these important people are in are all supporters of the flag smashers <laughs> Yeah, flag smasher, uh, you know, uh, the people, like, how, how, how are they not, but, okay, I will say, let me check my expectations, because literally, that's something we also saw, is the, the people who were supporting, you know, things that were happening earlier this year at the Capitol, were a lot of people you might not have expected, or maybe really, really hoped it wouldn't be people in those positions, right, so, uh, maybe that's not, it's just like, you know, in the zombie apocalypse where someone's always super, super dumb and how they handle it. Nah, they're not going to do anything. It's like, well, no, those were always unbelievable. But now you, you know, walk around with a pandemic. People can't wear a mask to save their life or anyone else's life. Right. Yeah. I thought it was funny when Bucky, he showed up to the scene and he's walking up to the security line and they just part like the Red say and let him through. Like he doesn't show an ID. He doesn't show anything. Yeah. He just walks up and they just let him through. Like all these regular security forces down here apparently know who he is, right? Yeah. Uh, but and all, he's like not the famous one, right? right? Like that's been established in this show right. already. But remember when he was in Madripoor where they all knew who the Winter Soldier was, none of them recognized the fact that he yeah. no longer was on their side. You know what I'm saying? But all these good guys yeah. in New York recognize that he's on their side. It, it's so wishy-washy in what they're asking the audience to believe and suspend in, in their belief. It, it's funny. Oh, and 
of Sharon Carter, right? She was standing right there on the other side with a fake face on. Like, yeah. who's that face supposed to be? And why did how she didn't have any ID either? How did she get in yeah. there? <laughs> yeah, that face was of another person that Marvel is wowing me with that I could not care less about. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like. Oh, who, who's this person? Oh, and she took off the mask. I still didn't care because it's I don't care about the characters in this, you know. Right. But uh, here's another one that got me, Tony. I talked about it in one of these recent weeks, uh, having done mixed, you know martial arts and different martial arts um, uh, for years. And what bothers me so much it, it, uh, is that this 16 year old girl, Carly, all she did is take the serum, and now she knows how to fight, and She's fighting other super soldiers a lot, and she is keeping up with all of them. What used to be a game we'd play, Tony, is we would take turns, and when a big, big, muscular, real big guy that you knew had never had any, you know, know, a real fight in his life or whatever, you know, or had never, you know, didn't have training, he was in, oh, no, just trying to get in shape, whatever, just see what goes on. Those are the guys we would always want to, you know, roll with or, or spar with their first day because you would always annihilate them and dehumanize them because they didn't realize that just because they were bigger and stronger than everyone, they didn't know how to fight, like, you know, actually fight, like, like having been trained for it. Uh, it is all the difference in the world. And people don't understand that, man. These, you know, there's 130 pound fighters in the UFC that take out any lineman in the NFL with ease, like zero, like a like hundred times out of a hundred. It's just that that is the skill set that you train. Right. And these guys are special forces operators <laughs> or Avengers. And she's, oh, hey, you know, but oh, I'm a super soldier, too. You yeah. know, like I could do. I, I hated it, man. I that, hated that, that aspect again, of it. That's another. Yeah, that's another aspect. And that has been consistent through the entire show. I, I know. Watched Sam and Bucky get their butts handed to them consistently by these super soldiers, these flag smashers that were refugees. Right. And yeah. They were given the serum. Uh, I, I'm, I don't get it. I'm like. He Bucky gets beat again in this in this episode by Carly. He's he's a hundred years old. He's fought in World War II, right? He has been trained by Hydra as a super assassin. He has a vibranium yeah. arm or something, right? And she don't got that. She <laughs> got that. And she drops him with a kick to the side of the head. I'm like Really? How good are you? Yeah. Why are you even here, Com- Bucky? <laughs> Com- completely unbelievable. Yeah, and here, here's the thing. I, I was trying so hard to do their job for them and uh, and decide maybe her super serum is just better than theirs, right? <laughs> I was really trying to, to, to do that mental gymnastics on their behalf, for the showrunner's right. behalf, right? Uh, nope. John Walker, who I didn't even talk about in my little uh, Ohio overcap, he just shows up out of nowhere, and we're supposed to be okay with him. Uh, he's got the same exact serum. Same exact serum. He is a three Medal of Honor winner special operator. Right. He's got, he's got nothing on these people. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right. Um, so those I, the, I had a lot of like grievances with it, right? A lot of things that I did not appreciate about the episode. There was a lot that I did appreciate about the episode. Um, I thought that Sam was amazing. Like, in his uh, 
the suit that he has i think is amazing the uh you know he's got this he's got the shield and he's still got the wings yeah. he's just he's got a, a very interesting kind of setup there so he's still still the falcon yeah. but also now captain america i was really impressed with his character and i think he's he's been pretty consistently yeah. good his through this his character has been, been yeah he he's done a good job i think yeah his his performance is definitely um has what kept the show moving forward and and being of decent quality uh, i won't say well, well i think I, I won't say it's great in comparison to like wandavision i felt wandavision was was the superior um television series no qu- no, no no question yeah no question it was better but yeah I, I actually think john walker did a lot to to pull this series along too because as you know like you said if if he's making you if he's making you hate him he's doing his job um I hated him in this. I hated him in this episode. The whole, his whole purpose, it's like, okay. I literally, he shows up on screen, I'm like, no, dude, we're done with you. Why are you here? You know, like, why are you in this episode was my thought. And it was just like, they gave him this redemption, right, where he had to choose between going after Carly or saving the people, the hostages from this, uh, you know, truck. And he chooses the hostages. And they gave me long enough that I'm sitting there, you know, saying out loud in my head, well, he's it's the decision point. What's he going to do? And I didn't know. And I didn't really care because, you know, everything had been so bad so far in the episode. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, okay, I got it. This is what you're, this is what you're showing me. What's going to happen? You know, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. And then he does the right thing. Uh, so I thought that was good, but, uh, we've seen so many horrible things about him, him yelling at them. Why are you making me do this? Like still having hot headed outbursts at the Senator when he's not going to prison for the rest of his life for murdering someone in cold blood in front of all these people. And it's like, I'm not okay with this character. We just, and we watched him lie to the parents of, uh, we watched him lie to the parents of Lamar. Right. He's had so many things that were showing us. He's, you know, not redeemable. And then they go and redeem him in a single, you know, a five second cut where they're, he's making a decision. I, I didn't buy that whatsoever. Right, he's he's but, all over the place. I'm like, he's a wild card for sure. So I, I thought it was funny him showing up with the, with the fake, uh, yeah, fake Captain America shield. Yeah, Captain America shield. That thing lasted like thirty seconds. Yeah, it was interesting that that was there. I guess it was, you know, it's, it was like, okay, well, that's yeah, not not vibranium. Yeah, I'm it, trying, but it's not vibranium. They even did like all oh, those uh, post credit scenes with him making it. And it was did like, they really? I've watched the post credit scene. I did not even pay attention to that. Isn't that what he was making? He, I thought he was oh, making uh, it in that scene. Um, I mean, it it was like totally useless. Whatever he made, it, it's funny. Yeah, the, the, just, the helicopter scene. Talking about something else that was unbelievable. The whole oh, ridiculous. The identify somebody in that helicopter must be able to fly a helicopter, right? <laughs> yeah, naturally, just, there's just four so people high, in there. Yeah, just so high, you know, twenty five percent of everyone can fly a helicopter. Can fly helicopters apparently, and the one that they, that that one twenty five percent is sitting directly where she can get to the pilot seat. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was crazy. ridiculous. I mean, uh, and oh, here's that was oh, and then when he does the thing, and he takes the guy out, this uh, chopper immediately starts nose diving. And she, and able she to go with forward. no gravity effects on her body whatsoever, is able to t- to grab the the yoke, and then and then you see her, and she's acting so hard to like she's fighting against gravity. Right. Uh, your glass, your face is through the glass. 
if this right. is a real thing because you definitely didn't put your seatbelt on yet and you 100% would have needed it to stay in your seat. Right. Have you have you ever been in an aircraft before? In a, even yeah, a helicopter? Yeah, no, they have not. There's, there's, they there's, have there's not. no room to just get into the pilot seat through the middle console, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> that's literally, there's all these buttons and everything else in that area. It's a, it's a, it's another console down there, right? So right, it's, yeah. There's a... No, no, this was they, they got the seat. one with extra leg room. Okay, <laughs> they got the upgraded. You know, the military doesn't give you that, Tony. You guys get the 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 bottom of the barrel stuff. Military grade, my you know, I'm family in the military. Military grade means they the the lowest bidder built it. Okay, oh, that's, oh, that's what we all know. Mattel yeah, but uh, so I hated John Walker in it. Okay, let me try again to get to the things I liked about it. Sam, Sam did a really great job. Um, the way he did it, and I, uh, I guess we'll throw in that uh, Sharon Carter was like double agent. She was taking advantage. She turned on the flag smashers to um, for her own interest, right? Yeah. And then you know, at the end, she ends up being welcomed back into the you know the family of the U.S. government well, or whatever, and she's already ready to betray them. Yeah. Because, so she's you know, and then she's gonna betray everyone because yeah. Yeah, top secret clearance. They don't just give that thing out like candy. I remember being in California visiting family that were uh, that were in the military. They're like, I was like, dude, we should pop over to Mexico real quick. And they're like, no, because we'll have to declare that. And our when we get you know these te- these you know, these clearances, we have to declare all that stuff. They're gonna ask us why. We don't want to answer that. You know, just go for the day, whatever. You know. Hello, Agent Carter. You've been on our most wanted list for like five years. You know. Thanks for showing up. Hoping in this one little instance here, we're gonna give you access to all. Everything and put yeah. you in charge. Unbelievable. Of it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. So let me try again to get back to what I liked about this episode. Sam. <laughs> so I really appreciated his final scene um, where he was, you know, Gabby has been killed. He brings her over to uh, the ambulance and he has FaceTime with the senators and all the media is there because it doesn't matter that super soldiers are running rampant on your city and people are taken hostage and things are blowing up around you. The media is going to be there right on the ground, ready to record you. And he was, they were like, well, they're just delayed it. And then he goes through and gives a great speech, man. I remember literally as he's speaking, I, I thought again out loud to myself, uh, I hope they let him keep going. I'm not ready for this, for him to end this, you know, because he's hitting on all these important things. We've talked about how important that is with, um, you know, people being treated differently based on so many factors all around the world. But in the, in the U S is what you know, mostly we've talked about, but, um, and it was just straight up gold, you know, and then, you know, the flashing to the people at home, like Isaiah watching him on TV, all these people watching him and, and just the respect that he, uh, I think earns in that moment. And then I absolutely loved at the end when he showed Isaiah to his bronze uh, statue and yeah. like, you know, memorial or dedication, you know, that, that bit of uh, uh, that the bit was that was dedicated to him and his life and what he did uh, to help people. I thought that was awesome, man. That was like um, really impactful, I think. So I thought that that was really, uh, really well done, and I really appreciated it. 
And uh, I don't know. For me, I'm like I think I said it last week. Oh, hey, Black Captain America, awesome, because uh, that's kind of just Captain America. Because the other portion isn't really something that I need to clarify, you know, when I'm talking about you know this person. But for a lot of people, that's a really important thing. And they talked about that, and I thought they did a really good job navigating it. So, for me, it's just. He's the embodiment of what Captain America should be. White, black, you know, Asian, whatever. It's just the embodiment, you know, the principles, you know, I'm not going to sacrifice my principles. I'm going to stick with them uh, no matter what. I'm going to defend the, the helpless, free the oppressed. Yeah. Those are the principles and that he, he as a character, you know, is living up to that. So credit to and you've heard that. For, uh, for showing for that credit for that writers. tiny little aspect of yeah. this <laughs> credit, credit to the writers for consistently showing that through the series you know there was not there was never a moment that sam you know ever sh- displayed any any qualities like a john walker you know what i'm saying he yeah was, he's, he's always been consistent in his in his, in his qualities so uh, and even the way they started it tony was him giving the shield back because he felt undeserving, right? And I don't remember it being, uh, oh, I can't be a black guy of Captain America. It was that he was, you know, feeling as though that would needed to be retired because Sam, uh, Sam, uh, Steve, Steve Rogers yeah. was gone, right? And that should have been the end of it. Um, and, you know, you've heard that before, that the best person for the job is the one that doesn't want to do it sometimes. You know, like, you know, the best president that we that we could have isn't right. going to run for president because, you know, people don't people don't want those things for themselves necessarily. Right. Um, and we saw that he gave it back at the start. And then I called it episode one, by the way, that he's getting that shield, you know, or yeah. two. I don't know. I called it at some point along the way of this yeah. thing. Um, what do you think as far as the the series uh, as a whole? If you had to grade it, and you do, uh, <laughs> on the uh, on the A through F scale. Oh man! If I were to, I'd give it a. Uh, I'm somewhat. I'm torn between a C plus and a B minus. That's that's my initial my initial thought. Simply because of the pacing was way off. Like the the relationship that we see between Bucky and Sam that we saw in episode five where Bucky is helping him with the, with the, you know, family business and, and, you know, just being a friend, I would have rather have seen more of that instead of just 15 minutes that we got in almost near the end of the show. They, they spent so much time with them bickering over silly things, which, you know, uh, that's, that's been a trope, you know, that we've seen in the shows before. Yeah. But I think I would have liked to have seen more of the uh, of their close camaraderie sooner and earlier in the series. So I would like to see more of that. Uh, too many. We're supposed to know who this person is. Uh, you know, let's go see this person because they're going to know, and don't they don't yeah. really have a real reason to know, but they apparently do, and we're supposed to know who they are. Yeah, they assumed we cared about it, and then they fought us the entire way to make sure we didn't care about anything that was happening. Right. Uh, So I'm leaning more in the C plus, C plus range. Yeah, C plus is what I'm gonna get. You know, one thing, one thing we hadn't talked about is that uh, the Winter Soldier also had a good conclusion to the series, which was, you know, he he took the talk that Sam uh, had with him to heart, and the conclusion for him was that he actually went and made amends and he gave that 
you know, he left that gift for the therapist, which was that showed that he had gone and done right by all those people. Yeah. I like that too. And I liked at the end when they changed the title from, uh, you know, to the Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Cause I, th- I thought that was really cool the way they did that, um, which is such a very simple thing, but I thought it was impactful as well. Yeah, I thought the, the show ended well. The last two episodes were able to raise it, uh, bring it back up uh, from where I thought it was for the most part. But so it's still so, entertaining. So C plus, almost to B. So you know. See for for me, zero percent chance this is getting a B for me. Zero. Um, I I think uh, I don't want to be too critical because I think some of the redeeming qualities um, made up for a lot of really crappy storytelling um in a lot of areas but i I was uh, a c minus on this one and i think that i i i think that's probably fair but i mean if i'm going anywhere from there i'm probably going i'm probably going into the d's you know there's been so much that was bad you know but they ended on a pretty good note but we were even critical of the very first episode you know i think we we've been critical of all of them. I think episode two, I think, was just horrendous. And then three, I think we started to get a little bit better. Then four was a, 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 maybe the best episode, I think. Or no, four or five. I think I'm confusing them. But yeah, we were uh, we were given a lot of garbage on you know th- while they were telling us the story. Yeah. It was not cleanly told. It was not well well done in so many ways. There was just a lot of problems. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, now Loki. The next Marvel series is going to be coming to Disney Plus on June 11th, and uh, I uh, have I ever told you that I can see the future, Tony? Uh, many times, but let's hear it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Tony, I can see the future, and in the future, I see us all watching that and talking about that on the podcast. So... I am excited about that. I also think, I don't know the actor's name that plays Loki. I'm sure I'll learn um, once we start getting a little bit invested into that show. Right. But that actor, I think, is very solid. And I think his character has also had a lot bigger parts in the films. Really, the, uh, what is it, the Avengers movies? Yeah. The Infinity Stone and all that? Like, and, you know, Sam is nowhere to be found. And I think that's because that character wasn't really one that had spoken to the audience in the same way. But this this Loki character has been like all he's in all the Thors. He's been in a bunch of them and he's been good in all of them. So I am expecting very big things. He's been good um, being from bad. Loki. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, he's been a great actor and he's been captivating. And I'll, I would say um one thing of this, I think it's Anthony Mackie. I think, uh, you know, he's it's solid, but I don't think that that is a captivating actor for the most part. And I think his final speech I thought was, but that's not a consistent thing we've seen from that actor. And right. with uh, the actor that plays Loki, that guy is, uh, I think, thrilling to watch. Yeah. We need a lot more scenes uh, with Sam and what he can do. And just, we need more. So. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to give you homework, and I'm going to do the homework. I'm going to watch the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Okay, I'm going to watch that this week. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do it. I want you – your homework is easy, but it's going to be harder for you, I think. I want you to watch the Black Mirror episode called Striking Vipers that has him in it. Okay. Anthony Mackie. I want you to watch it, and I don't want you to say a word about it to me until we're on the podcast. 
Striking Vipers is the name of the episode with Anthony Mackie in it. Okay. And it is about, it is about, uh, it's, it's very heavy about, uh, it, like related to video game stuff, which is very, very much on the nose for this podcast. But the, like a lot of the content in that one is not necessarily, uh, I think we're, this is, what is this podcast rated? G, P, yeah. probably PG. We're not PG thirteen. We have you. You could drop one f bomb and be PG thirteen. We drop zero f bombs. Okay, right. so we're a PG podcast, and I don't think it's a very PG episode. But I'm curious to see what you'll what you say about it, and I'll try to remind you of it before next week. But right. I'm excited. I'll check I'm it excited. Out. All right, guys. That concludes this week's episode of Good to Game Radio. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode as we talked about the conclusion to the series Falcon and Winter Soldier. We enjoyed the show, and we enjoyed talking about it and recapping it for you guys. So we hope to uh, provide similar content in the future with the next Marvel series that's dropping in June, Loki. So be sure to join us for those episodes. And again, we really appreciate you guys listening to us, uh, taking the time out of your day to listen to what we have to say. If you guys have a question, suggestion, or comment, be sure to email us at Tony at GoodToGameRadio.com. Right? We'd love to hear from you guys. And until next week... We'll catch you guys later. Bye.